basement dwellers, hosted by your boy Jacob Santoro and Christian Talone. You're blabbering about unnecessary stuff. Cut it out. Don't forget to hit that like, subscribe button to get all the updates from the channel too. Tell me what your hand's doing over that button first. But for now, this loud shout kick back, cause I got a fresh one right here delivered to your speakers. Lock in. Hey, buddy. Hey, man. How you doing? Bad. What's going on? <laughs> My car's broken. You <laughs> <laughs> poor boy. We're going to fix it. We're going to bring him back to life. Uh, What's wrong with it? I hope. Uh, my AC compressor... Compression... Compressor? Compressor. My AC compressor Your compressor is literally broken? Yeah. My AC compressor clutch is like going out or it's been out or something but it really recently started making this insane rattling noise but i'm lucky that it happened like when i was like kind of already at where i was meaning to go yeah so i didn't drive it for more than a mile like that but fuck man that was a scary noise you had problems i had i have i had battery problems Mm -hmm. courtney had battery problems Mm -hmm. and her ac blows out all three of us at the same time. That is what we call the perfect storm. That's the Arizona heat, buddy. We have we have options one, two, and three that if one of us gets stranded to, to call and none of us were available <laughs> at one time. That's so scary. Free battery, though. Shout out. Man, I don't know if this is... I'm sure like our, our, our parents would feel the same, but I feel like the millennial struggle is definitely jumping for joy at the fact that I saved like $170 on a battery. Yeah, no, definitely. And I got to tell you, man, Definitely not sponsored, but shout out to Fry's. <laughs> well, because nothing makes me more like boned up yeah. as an adult, like using my Fry's card uh-huh. to save like seventeen dollars. Oh yeah, dude. like watching it go sure. bing, 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 and like all like the things you save. Yeah, it rocks. It does I really appreciate that? Mm-hmm. Also, um, not sponsored, but shout out to Shirts and Things uh, in Mesa uh, for some fresh new fits. Me and Christian are rocking some beautiful band tees today. What do you got over there? You got the cramps. I got the cramps. I like it. Very sweet. Pretty cool. Uh, you know, I would like, we should recreate that for a Basement Dweller t-shirt. Which, <laughs> which one of us do you want to be on the front? <laughs> you. You want me to do it? I want you to be in the Just drop in, it in, in low with the Speedo. Yeah, yeah, dude. Got a sick death t-shirt. Shout out. Hell yeah, dude. It's pretty sweet. So yeah, go check them out. Definitely not sponsored, but I'd love to be there. Really cool shop. They have everything that you need in so many band tees. I'm so glad we dress cooler than our parents. <laughs> I want to go on record and say that I think that all of us collectively just dress cooler. And you know what? I'm going to go as far as to say that even the generation after us does not dress as cool. That's my take. You don't like the the Gen Z fits? I don't think that it's not that. It's not that I don't like it. I just think that like their style's too fucking... Um, what's it called? To me, it just looks like they just copy styles from the past yeah like they like they like the whole like the e-girl thing the like they're mm. just fucking preps dressing like goths now yeah and then there's like the like there's kind of like an 80s 90s like throwback for the dudes i kind of like the 90s throwbacks but like yeah dude it's like I, it was funny because i was going through pictures of like like family pictures and i found a picture of my mom when my mom was like 15 16 right and she was wearing like a tight black tank top that kind of cropped like above her midriff or whatever. And then she had like these like baggy jeans. Right. And I was just like, that's how my youngest sister dresses now. Yeah. 
You know, and I, I like sent it to them and like I was like, this is how Sabrina dresses. <laughs> See, history repeats itself for sure. I can't wait for the two thousands. That's what I can't wait for is like the nice like shiny shimmer clothes with like the mesh t shirts and sequins the, are gonna come yeah, back. Yeah, dude. Like this like that industrial fucking like but future fucking low rise jeans. Yeah, that's that was the shit. Whale tails. Hell yes, dude. <laughs> Fuck yes, bro. <laughs> but no, I'm just saying that like I would like to hope that I don't know if it's just that I think that we're burnouts because there are older people. Like, there are people in their 40s that I'll see downtown. Like, oh, that dude looks sick as fuck. But then he's also, like, he looks homeless or he might be homeless. You know what I mean? Yeah. So maybe it's just that we haven't conformed yet. But, like, I don't know. I would like to hope that I'm successful and still dress cool. I'm probably going to dress something like this for We got to talk about your obsession with these cutoff tees, though, man. No. I think it's time for the intervention flag to come down. You know, you had this shirt. He had, I bought him that shirt and he held it for five minutes. He had it in his possession for five minutes before he's like, can I cut the sleeves off of this thing? (laughs) What are you going to do in the winter? You're not going to have any sleeves. I wear flannel over it. Duh. Fuck. We need to talk. I think, I think you need to, you got to mix it up a little bit in the wardrobe. I don't know, man. I'm pretty sure in the last episode, you were like, "Ooh, you're a trendsetter, buddy." You make it. I mean, you look good. But you can't <laughs> That's be all a one, that matters. You can't be a one trick pony. Is all I'm saying. I mean, you wear shirts with sleeves all the time. Hey, hey, this ain't about me. We're not talking about me. I'm just saying, if I prefer sleeveless shirts, some people prefer sleeves. I don't. I think you just want to look as obnoxious as possible. Kind of a little yeah. bit of that too. Yeah. I think it's definitely like a look at me. Want people to thing. fucking. Yeah. See me in the crowd, you know right. what I'm saying? Like I know you bought those pit vipers unironically. Yes. Yes. And I know that it gives you joy when someone looks at you and is like, that's a cool guy. At least in your head. Does it not give you joy when people look at you the, and the, think that? The thing is I don't think about it like I think you do. Uh-huh. I think you remember that episode of South Park with the motorcycle guys? <laughs> yeah. That's how I feel like you are sometimes. <laughs> like I'm just loud. Yeah, and you're like, look at me, which is fine. I like to be looked at, whatever. That's fine. But don't cut the sleeves off that shirt. I won't. I told you I wouldn't. Have a nice shirt. This is a nice shirt? It is a nice shirt. With a naked lady on the front? It's a nice shirt. I'll take it back. No. I love this shirt. You've annoyed me. I don't want to do this up. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Still hot for people who listen that aren't in Arizona. It is absolutely menacing. I believe we had over 10 days of 100. Oh, it's been... Like 25 days. 25 days with 115 or higher? 110 or higher. 110 or higher. Folks, please stay hydrated if you're if you're out there working. God bless you. Uh, shout out. I am a pampered work-from-home employee. Uh, I do feel for the people who are out there busting their booties um, out there. So God bless you. And it's kind of getting frustrating. But I feel like this Better happens. you than me. Yeah. <laughs> also that. <laughs> Would I ever trade with you? No. <laughs> not not ever in the world. Um, but, yeah, it's been fucking disgusting out here. Um, on top of that, we had – I am a firm believer that we've had an arsonist all over Phoenix. We've just been getting fire set all over the place like Lemony Snicket. Really? I don't know if you've been hearing about that, but there's been a lot of structure fires lately that have just been popping up uh, all the way between Tempe and Glendale and their <laughs> structures. Like, it's like a, they're definitely like controlled fires. Wow. So, like, on top of that. A lot of crazy stuff going on here, man. I'm just what I'm saying. Like, at one point, like, we can't have this kind of... This is what I'm saying. Like, I think that we just need to start dedicating certain places of the U.S. to just be, like, Mad Max zones. 
Like, why don't you just relocate everyone in Arizona to like the Midwest somewhere? We just need, we just need the Badlands. Yeah, and Ar- Arizona. Yeah. Exclusion zone. Arizona just becomes the fucking dead zone, dude. <laughs> just becomes the zone where if you need, so- if you want to try to get free gas and water, you can. But that's where you have to deal with like marauders. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like that'd be pretty sweet. You know, that's I, like that's like Section Twelve. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, dude. I mean, every day, t- every day in the summer here, I'm just like, who? Who in their right mind? How do you have the audacity? What do you mean? To just decide to settle here. I think that still. Do you think they got here in the winter and they were like, wow, the weather's so nice here. And then they're like, summer came. They're like, fuck. (laughs) Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Like, I would still say that. I don't know. Would you you still trade these summers? Like, do you think we have a good trade-off between our seasons? Like, I think we have amazing winters. See, I wish our winters were were colder. I don't like that. The winters aren't bad here, but I do wish they were colder. I wish that there was, you know, because even like last winter, I wasn't even like really like I, I could have wore a sweater, but I was like, I didn't have to, you know, I can't handle it, man. It's too, excuse me. Sorry. (laughs) Yeah. Sorry. Uh, It's, uh, it's just, I would still rather just be this hot than that cold. Like I look at the pictures that my dad sends me, like of, of him in Utah, and seeing like six feet of snow and shit like that. There's no way. See, so I do like summer wear more than winter wear, just because I feel like I don't like. I now that now that I've switched to the shorts, dude, I don't like wearing pants all the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I'd rather just wear shorts all the time. So thinking about going back to skinny jeans with like you know shoes and socks and. <laughs> You know, like a, a flannel with, with a sweater. I'm just like, yeah, that sounds really annoying. I think it came with confidence, though. I mean, like for me, it's like I never wear shorts, really. Sure. But it's like now I feel a little more confident to rock some shorts. So it's summers are better for me, though. I mean, now I just stop moving here. I don't know. Why you want to move here? Why? I know. You're fucking up all our rent prices and shit. Yeah. Stop it. We, oh, it has. Oh, it's got a beautiful winter. So does a million other places. Go. Go away. I'm sick of Arizona iced teas not being 99 cents anymore. <laughs> I want I want an affordable studio apartment. Seriously, man. Seriously. The fuck? A Seriously. One, a one room studio is like what 13, 1500 now? I think that's what your brother said after everything. Shit. After everything included. He's like, yeah, I pay like I pay like you say he pays twelve. Twelve. That's plus, preposterous. That's twelve plus plus like whatever's. Well, that's including his utilities, but not like his car and like well, groceries and like Stop moving here. One room should not be $1,200. Dude, one apartment, a one-bedroom apartment shouldn't be $900. Yeah. I paid, I, we talked about this so many times, I paid six fifteen for my first apartment. Yeah, dude, that's six one five. awesome. It was awesome. It was a dope apartment. Yeah. Remember that apartment? I lived like such a serial killer. <laughs> that apartment was so boring. <laughs> I remember, remember I had the CRTV on a chair. You way, had one of those like, you really live like this houses. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's because I didn't have I didn't have a good woman on my arm to, to teach me otherwise. So I just had ramen noodles and beer. And then I I didn't even sleep in my room. <laughs> you there, just slept on the couch. I slept on the couch. There was no there wasn't even a bed in my room. It was just a closet space. I mean, I feel like we we'll, we've all kind of been there. <clears throat> but I just don't understand. Like like the uh, so I was just told I got um my friend told me that like they lived in the same apartment for like 15 years with their parents. And because there's no rent cap or whatever like that, out of nowhere, they were just like, boom, extra $900 a month for rent. 
once your lease yeah, is up. Yeah, that's that horrible. Should, that should be fucking illegal. That's like, seriously yeah. like it's so fucking horrible. Like, I I hope I hear you. If I'm out at the bar and I hear someone's like, yeah, blah blah blah, blah I'm a landlord. I'll be like, like fucking, <laughs> you buying all of our drinks, or I'm, you know what I mean? At least, God. Yeah, God, you over here, fucking big spender. Yeah. It's unreal, dude. I just want to live comfortably. Yeah, dude, it's fucking rough. I don't know. Might have to move back to like, or move over to like the Midwest or something. That's the thing is like, do you feel like, I feel like you could, do you think that you could settle anywhere? I feel like you could settle anywhere. I would love to settle here if it wasn't (laughs) shitty. I mean, I love Flagstaff. I would love to live in Flagstaff. I can't afford to live in Flagstaff, Mm -hmm. you know, but I would love to live there. You know, there's fucking nature all over the fucking place. You don't think you get sick of it though because we're adults now? I feel like that's a college town at the end of the day and it gets frustrating because it's well, a college town. Yeah, but if not Flagstaff, then maybe like a surrounding neighborhood or something like, like Coconino that. Because in Flagstaff, like, yeah, there's the college, but, you know, there are neighborhoods yeah. around it that yeah. aren't college. You know, there's suburbs there. Well, yeah, I mean, I always forget that if you drive past, like, you could drive past that part of Flagstaff and yeah. there's still Flagstaff. Yeah. Didn't we go to the, like, I didn't even know. I think one time when I went to go visit you, like, there was a mall there. I didn't even know there was a fucking mall in Flagstaff. Yeah, like it's like I, a historical. Mall I literally think it's just that one street. Like you have like NAU, and then you have like that one street where like Bookman's is, mm-hmm. and then, you know what I mean. You have downtown, and then you're out of Flagstaff. Yeah, but it was a cool spot. I mean, I will say like like the homeless problem over there is like there's a lot of homeless people, but they're not like fucking crazy. Well, I think a lot of it here is definitely being baked by the sun for starters. For sure, yeah, like it's, that's it's very I, sad. I think that's part of it. I don't know, but. I know that when I live there, like every homeless person I ran into, like I happen to be super nice. I feel like over that, here they want to like fucking touch you and shit. <laughs> I feel like in winter aesthetic places, like places that are more cold and woodsy, I feel like it's like you play a game: is are you a responsible homeowner or are you homeless? Like I feel like if you live in like Portland or Washington, mm-hmm. fucking Montana, like I'm not sure if your Carhartt sweater is ironic <laughs> or or like you know what I mean. Yeah. But like here, yeah, no, for sure, and it's like I feel so bad, dude. Like it, it is it, honestly. I don't know how many viewers we have that live outside of Arizona. So for most of you, this is something that, I mean, we talk about it at least once a day, but you know, you, you're going to have people that are just like, Oh, the homeless, uh, the homeless thing is a problem. It's just like, dude, being homeless is a fucking problem right now. Like it is terrifying. I mean, I can't even spend five minutes outside fixing my car battery without feeling exerted. Right. You know what I mean? Like it's so fucking crazy. And like, I don't know. I feel like, I mean, I'm, this is me looking inside out, but it's like, I feel like if, if something happened and like I lost my job and like I, could, like I had to move out of here, couldn't live with parents, whatever. <clears throat> and I'm officially like, all right, homeless time. I don't know. Like, I feel like I, I feel like I would try everything. I know it's easier said than done, but I feel like I would try everything to not be here. It's so hot. Like you try to get out of AZ so, not, or just like up North or like, Fuck, man. Like, I really do feel for them because I'm like, dude, like, it's insane. Yeah, man. I can't imagine what the struggle is like, like, to live like that. And honestly, that's, like, probably one of my, like, worst fears Mm -hmm. is, like, to just have nobody to count on and Mm -hmm. eventually just have to be homeless. Right. Like, I think that's something that terrifies me most in life because I'm like, I I don't know what I would do. But I do have, like, a little bit of hope because um, I do have a friend who was homeless for like two to three years or something like that. Mm. And he he got his, his shit back together like relatively recently. I think it was like a year or something ago. And it's funny. I work with a guy and he's just like, 
uh, it all it's almost like he has like no remorse. Because, you, you know, I work at a food place, so like a lot of times we get people coming in and they're like, hey, do you have any extra food? Or, hey, mm-hmm. did somebody not pick up an order? Mm-hmm. This, this, and that. Yeah. And it's funny because, like, if I if I do have, like, a, like food that, like, didn't get picked up or whatever and it's been sitting in the hot case for too long, I'll be like, yeah, dude, here. Like, you know, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's a little, like, you know, it's a little crispy because it's been sitting in the hot case, well, but, you know. Beggars can't be choosers, I guess. I've, I've, I don't I've, say that to people, but you know. But I know what you mean. But like, has anyone ever been like? Has anyone ever been like? Oh, I don't want that. Yes. <laughs> really? Yes. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not homeless, and I'm still like, oh, thank you, God. Like, yeah. No, we've definitely had people that were like, because like there was one time where we had one. Uh, we had a, like a pizza that we had decided like we were just gonna eat, right? And then like someone took a slice out of it or something, and then. This dude came in and was like, hey, do you guys have any extra pizzas? And he was like, well, we were going to eat this one. Someone took a slice out of it. Here you go. He was like, I don't want that. <laughs> we're like, okay, we're not going to make you a new one. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, kind of feel bad. And he took it, but still kind of felt bad. Because yeah. it's like, you know, he's already down and out. And you just, it's like, you know, you're doing him a favor. But for some reason, like, because he said that, you can now feel like you're fucking him over somehow. But um, like I was saying, like, my, my buddy that I work with, um, he has like no remorse for homeless people, like <laughs> because he's been there. He's right. just like, bro. He's like, there's so many programs. He has yeah. like so many things you can do to get yourself out of that situation. Yeah, see, I don't know much about it. I try to, but I feel like it's 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 not in our position to have that mentality. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> get out of here. I'm, I'm never gonna be like you. Should not be in this situation. There are so many ways for you to get out of this, but um. He kind of he's kind of like that. He doesn't say that to people, but he's like he doesn't really take pity on people either, especially because like um, if it's like the first time we see you, you know, like if it's the first time I've seen you like come in here and ask for food, I'll give you food. Mm-hmm. But there are some people like you'll see them like three, four times a week, you know, come in, yeah. you know, and so you could just tell like they're not really trying to get themselves out of that situation. Yeah, I you mean, know. sometimes it, it yeah, it, it, do you know who's the worst? Do you, I don't know if you ever heard about this problem or maybe like if you're like dad ever talked about this problem, but like people who just pretended to be homeless as a job. Oh, yeah. Those are the worst people. And I knew that there was a huge epidemic of it happening in Scottsdale and right by Arrowhead Mall is that there were dudes who would just yeah didn't want to work. They were just like, but well, fuck it, I'll go clock in seven hours. Oh, yeah, my dad... Um was a police officer and he said that all the time he would see people panhandling on the side of the road and then he'd be watching them, you know, for like his whole shift because he have to keep telling them to like move along and he'd see them just move to like a different corner or something like that. And then he said like after a couple hours of doing that, he said that he'd see them get into like a th- fucking third row SUV and wow. drive home. <laughs> yeah. See, that's the worst man. Like that is the fucking worst what do you do about that? It's like it's like stolen valor. You know what I mean? It's just like what the fuck are you doing? Like <laughs> it's like well, it, it it honestly kind of is because it's like you have to think about it. Like there's this guy over here who's taking money. at that point you're pretty much just taking money from the homeless. Yeah, you know? yeah, you're yeah, you're uh, you're 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 taking candy from a baby. You're is taking the metaphor. money away from needy people? It's right. fucked up. So um, I like the way that you would go about it because you said that. More often than not, like if somebody asks you for money, you just offer to buy them food. Yeah, which makes more sense. More so, just because I carry, I don't carry cash really. Okay, but so, so if you did carry cash, you'd give them cash every now and again. 
for crack. Remember uh, that conversation? Oh, yeah, still. I, I, I die on this hill. And also, <laughs> fuck the two people on YouTube shorts that were just like, oh, we do it for money. No. Honestly, I'm not going to I'm not gonna keep defending myself here. It's like, look, dude, once I hand you over that 10, morally, whatever, dude. Like you. Go- now, of course, if they're like, I need some drugs, I'd be like, mm, well, I wish you didn't say that. But again, like, I'm just going to pretend you don't do that. But yeah, bro, if I was if I was fucking if I had nothing else going on in my life and I was fucking homeless and I just need a little bit of crack to get me through the day, <laughs> I would hope that somebody would just be like, you know what, man, fucking a better. You know what I mean? Like, here you go. But I do more often than not um, um, give food. The other thing I like to do, we don't get them here. And unless I, unless someone's hoarding them or they're throwing them away. But um, what the fuck is that? Fucking battle tank going outside. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, have you seen any like fast food coupons in our junk mail? Yeah. Are you throwing them away? No. Oh, I think they're all in the mail thing. Oh, I have to check. But what I like to do also is like every now and again, like because I because because of my like my photo side hustles and stuff like that, I will get cash and I always convert it from like twenties to fives. Yeah. Because of that situation, if I do see the only reason I carry cash to begin with is in those situations. But what I like to do is I like to clip out coupons. And also be like, 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 if there's a Burger King coupon, that's like you get two burgers, a fry, and small <laughs> drink for like, 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 four bucks. Yeah, I'll toss them a five in that coupon. Okay, you know what I mean. So yeah. maybe that also kind of incentivizes them, like, ah, there's a full meal right there. Right. You know, like there you go. <laughs> but, but you know what? Yes, I do hope that I, I want to feed you. I want to give you something to drink. But at the end of the day, I think if you're morally just like, oh no, I don't give cash because. They're just going to go buy fucking drugs and you have cash and you have the ability to do it and you're not doing that off the assumptions. I think you kind of need to just take it back a little bit and understand that, like, if you're feeling charitable, mm. you should just do it. Sure. It's not your obligation to do it. And I'm, I want to make that very clear. You don't have to. Like, you're not a bad person because even if, even if I have $100 in cash and I see a guy, I'm like, uh, you know, you feel kind of bad, but you're not a shit person for doing it. I think you're a <clears throat> shitty person for making those assumptions sometimes. Sure. That's all. Help them out, man. Damn, we should do a we should you know what we should do? We should figure out how we could just take care of our homeless homies out here. Basin dweller, we should we should do like a like what they do on ninety seven point nine, that what is the Operation Hydration, get some waters <laughs> out there, dude, for real. Yeah. Sometimes <laughs> sometimes I wish that like I had a truck that just had ice cold water. I just make it rain. Like <laughs> like like a fire hydrant, you know what I mean? I bet that feels so good. It probably would, but I feel like people would read it differently. I feel, I feel local like local podcast is blasting homeless people <laughs> with the hose. I feel like people would just think you were blasting homeless people. No, it'd be a gentle stream of water. <laughs> like, get out of here. <laughs> I'm just trying to do good. <laughs> it just looks like I'm spraying them with the hose. This just in local easy podcaster Jacob Santoro has been hosing down the homeless population and it's an out of context video clip. Yeah, yeah, get out of here. Get out. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, I always think about wanting to do that stuff. Like, I think that'd be super cool, you know? It Shut would up. be cool. I mean, everybody wants to help everybody, but you know you can't, so. Yeah, you know. What are you going to do, right? Just let them die. <laughs> no! <laughs> <laughs> we were doing so good. <laughs> We were doing so good. Oh, God. I don't want them to die. No, he doesn't. We'll put a little asterisk on the bottom. <laughs> does not yeah. JK. No, I, that is a fear, though. You brought that up. Like, a fear it yeah. is a fear, dude. Like, yeah. waking up and having no options. Right. 
That's what I'm saying, man. I am my family. I am so privileged to have the family that I have, the support that I have, the friends that I have, the roommates that I have, the job that I have, all that shit. But it's made me into a huge pussy because if I get rid of all of that stuff, dude, I'm like a house cat. Like I can't live outside. Just a, a, a fucking tenderfoot. Yeah, dude, I'm gonna die. Like straight <laughs> up. Like I have been so pussified by my easy riding life. That like seriously, dude. Like so, I thank my lucky stars every day, dude, for like these the situations that I have, and I think that people just need to. Sometimes, man, like we all complain, all of us. Like we all like, oh, my coffee, it wasn't right. You know what I mean? Like (laughs) shit, like that. But like, and I'm not saying that you need to take you know tally of everything good in your life, but I do think I kind of want this episode to now have the topic of like be thankful for what you do have. Yeah, I feel like like us as a society now have have like gone into this weird pseudo like I'm owed something. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean. No. We're very we're a generation of very entitled people, for right? Some reason. And, and I definitely feel that way. For God's sakes, I've done a weekly podcast for almost a hundred weeks in a row. Definitely, I have a weird issue with I want everyone to hear me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I'm definitely no saint here, but it's just like. I don't know, man. Like, I just feel like, because, yeah, dude, at any moment, I've and I've had some of the saddest conversations with people that are just like, yeah, man, one day it just got fucked up, and here I am. So, appreciate, appreciate, what you, appreciate what you got, you know? No, yeah, you got him. I mean, I, I, I am thankful, like, you know, like for my family and stuff, because I know that if I ever was down and out, like, I could absolutely just go back and live with my parents. It always comes they would with be a like, they would be like, no, no, no. All right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but it always comes with a price tag. Well, yeah. At the end of the day, you're living with your parents again. And that's not fun. You know what? I'm so thankful, though. Shout out my mom for allowing me to move in with her. But also, I'm going to fucking bop you one. Like, <laughs> dude, it's, I've never, I've never, because I've never been married. You know what I mean? So it's like, I've never been in a relationship longer than two years. Like, I don't know what it's like to have like, like a. I know that eventually, like, you and your partner just get to a point where you're just like, of course we love each other, but also, like, you're so comfortable with someone, you're like, ooh, one of these, like, I'm gonna fucking, you know, like, (laughs) shut up, like, you breathe weird, you know what I mean? Yeah. My mom is one of my favorite people of all time, but that is the only person on the planet where I'm just like, like, I seethe. (laughs) I've called you before, dude, and I'm just like, my fucking, and again. I can't fucking deal with my mom And she'll listen, she'll listen, but she knows exactly what I'm talking about, (laughs) like. Yeah. No, I feel like, I mean, with your parents, I feel like we all kind of feel that way. I'm the same way with my mom and my dad sometimes. Like, I will tell you this much, though. I would still rather live with my mom, though, than my dad. And the only reason is because I know my dad would get so fucking sick of me. Yeah. And I've never had, my dad's never had a bad opinion of me, for the most part. Like, like a, like a outwards. And my dad's very like, ah, whatever. Very relaxed, you know? Yeah. I would never want to put my dad in a situation where he's like, I want my fucking son out of this house right now. Like... I don't. I, wanna, I just don't want to shatter the illusion. You know what I mean? I, I yeah, I do. I have had that moment with my dad. Really? <laughs> well, because like, I mean, my parents are together. Not mm. to rub it in your face, haha. But um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, yeah, my parents are together. So like, I remember like, it was a lot of like me like arguing with my mom, and then us not talking, and then like a couple days later, my dad would be like, "Listen, mm-hmm. you've got to figure something out. You've got to get." The fuck yeah. out of my house, you know? mm. <laughs> which I understand. You know, it's 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 not that we don't love each other or anything like that. It's just you know, I'm a young adult, you know, mm-hmm. and it's like it's different when your kids are actually kids, yeah, you know, versus when they're young adults and they want to go out and hang out with friends or go out to drink or go to a concert, come home late, you know, like it's because as an adult you have that entitlement. Like I'm an adult, I can go do, yeah. I can come and go as I please. Yeah. 
but then your parents are like, they still have that entitlement of like, I'm still kind of in charge of you, mm-hmm. even though you're an adult, even more so now because you're under my roof, you yeah. know? So it's a... It almost felt easier to make those bad decisions when I was living with my mom. Dude, there were so many times I, <laughs> I came home like a fucking shit bag. Like, I just like come home all drunk and making noise and fucking... Yeah. Ugh. There's, there were times, more than one time, like my mom was just like, are you drunk? Yep. <laughs> like, like, yeah, mom. High five. Yeah, dude. It was bad. <laughs> that was the last time I had like severe drinking problems was like, and it wasn't even that long ago. Like, that's the thing I keep forgetting about is that like, I keep talking about like, like, um, you know, like I've been, like I've been dating like recently with other, with, with like, and like, like one of the questions that was brought up was like, oh, when's the last time you like got like silly, you know? Yeah. And I was like, ah, like it's been like a year and I was like it hasn't been. Yeah. Like it's been like 6 months since I was at shout out the deli. Uh <laughs> since I was there and like fell over on my chair and like yeah. Don't remember coming home but like I got an Uber home. I made the guy stop like 3 times cuz I had to puke. Aww. Like dude it was so bad and I'm just like I keep thinking that I'm like some recovering alcoholic of like 10 years and I'm not like I mean th- like that shit was that shit's still new like yeah, dude, but I mean, whatever. You got in front of the problem. You're addressing it. I've been getting it. much better. Yeah. No, I don't think you were ever like, I wouldn't say you were like an alcoholic. No. You were definitely like, when you would drink, you would fucking drink. Yeah. Like, there were times where like, you were like, oh, let's drink. And then I would have like two beers and you'd have like six beers. And I was yeah. like, damn, dude. Like, yeah. But That's it's a- like, you never really got sloppy. So I was like, whatever. Speaking like- of that, I'm starting to remember that a lot of the times in my head where like, I'm like, Oh, dude, like one time me and Christian crushed that fucking 30 racker rolling rock mm-hmm. and like stories like that. Not that one in particular, but I was like, I'm like thinking about, I was like, I de- like, we weren't evenly matched. Like I definitely drank so much faster. Like <laughs> you, well, I mean, back then, no, like we were pretty much about the same back then. Yeah. De- now, definitely you, well, maybe not now, but there uh, was a time. There was a time kind of semi recently. Yeah. Where you were definitely throwing them back a lot faster than I would. That's because I was and, sad. Yeah. And I think I just like. I don't know. I haven't been blackout drunk since years. The last time I got pretty drunk was like my dad's retirement party. And I wasn't even blackout. I was just real sloppy. That wasn't years ago. That was last year. No, I know. But I'm saying I wasn't blackout. Oh, no. I'm yeah. saying blackout drunk was years ago. Yeah, same. But that was probably the drunkest I've been in like recent time. And yeah. that, you know, wasn't that long I just ago. don't find it fun anymore. I, I think it's fun. I think it's fun. Um, not like... I, I I don't want to say I'm like one of those people who just like feels like I can only have fun when I'm drunk, but like I know it, and this is probably just my drunk brain, but I feel more like I can ex- explain things better, like express myself better when I've got like a pretty good buzz going on. Does that make sense? Kind of, yeah. Kinda you know, sorta. like like when I'm sober, like a lot of times I find like I can't find the right words to say stuff, but when I'm a little drunk, I find it, it's like easier. Somehow. You become. Uh, you could just become effervescent in your just, I'm just stuff. super smart when I'm drunk. Just in your head. In real life, I'm like, and then, uh, we went for a, a car ride. And but I because I love you, I don't. Food. And <laughs> but because I validate or because I love you, I don't even. I'm just like, yeah, man. You're just like, wow. That was <laughs> super profound. So in your, in your head, you're like, I'm a fucking genius. <laughs> smart yeah. guy. Yeah, I just don't have fun anymore. We had a few drinks last night. That was fun. That was fun. That was good. Had a great time. We went yeah. bowling. Yeah. This fucking sucked. Split my fucking bowling ball. God, that's how Hillary's going to find out. She's going to get so mad at me, dude. <laughs> I don't even know why I just fucking said that. Yeah, I had a beautiful fucking bowling ball gifted to me by my amazing father. And I'm bowling. And then for some fucking reason, there's just now just a huge fucking crack in it. 
so it might be forever eternalized on the wall here for the basement dweller because yeah lord knows i'm afraid we were free <laughs> i was gonna like fucking, it was gonna like coconut split like i was kind of hoping for that i yeah. was like i feel like you would have like my thing was like you should have let it crack in half because i feel like somebody in the bowling alley would have either thought that was a good omen like good luck or something or maybe like it's like somebody's tradition like where if someone's ball breaks like you get like they'll buy you free beer they'll buy you beers or something i think you were just hoping for you no i don't care (laughs) i was like hoping like someone would see them be like that sucks bro you know that bowling let me buy you around you know that bowling tradition where your ball breaks and then someone just buys your best friend some beer you cannot not me you (laughs) you cannot tell me that there's not some tradition somewhere where like if your ball breaks on the on the lane like you get free beer i feel like it's a bad omen you think yeah how often does that happen well then at the very least someone feels bad for you and buys you beer i don't want beer i want a ball I don't want to fucking. They got balls there, man. Yeah, they're expensive, dude. Dude, their balls fucking suck. Yeah, they all do. That's why they incentivize you. I've to... never been to a bowling alley and see such like nicked up, like fucking yeah. haggard ass balls. Yeah, because they're fucking. That's why they incentivize. That's why there's a bowling shop in bowling alleys because they incentivize you. Because eventually, <laughs> no, you can buy your own ball or you can use these pieces of shit. Ones. Literally, like that's why the shoes fit awkwardly. It's because they're just like because at one point they know that if you're going there enough. You're going to have the thought that's like, man, these balls suck. And I'm a firm believer that my tech is down. But if I had a new ball. Yeah. And then they're like, yes. And yeah. It's catching on both ends. My dad is on bowling ball number, I think, 14, by the way. Whoa. Yeah. He Wait, definitely, so does he crack his balls or? I don't know. Does he just give up on them? I don't know. I wanted to call him and ask him, but like, I didn't want to get mad at me. About cracking your ball? Yeah. Because I feel like if I ask him, he's going to ask me why. Oh. Yeah. Then do you want to tell them why? What? How'd your ball crack, Jacob? It's because I left it in the sun in my car. And I fucked up. And you know what? They came to visit. And he specifically told me, don't do that. Like, and this was like five days ago. Wow. He specifically told me, and I left it in my fucking car before we went to the bowling alley. Bing, bang, boom. There's now a crack, so. What a bad son. (laughs) You've let him down. I feel like I absolutely have, dude. <laughs> My dad shows no emotions, dude. And I've... Oh, dude, actually, you know what? Actually, I'm going to counteract this and say fuck him for a second. Because, <laughs> no, we were talking about... Like, there's only, like, three things we talk about always. And it's movies, bowling, and the gym. Like, that's, like, the only thing we talk about. Hell, yeah. And he's very supportive. And he's always asking me, like, how's the regimen? What are you taking? Are you still doing, like, you know, your shakes? Are you adding creatine? Like, how much your... You know, stuff like that. And, like, he's like, well, how's your progress? You know, and it's like, well, I started at, so I started this journey, this journey at 302. Mm-hmm. And when I said that, he went, he goes, oh, Jacob. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, this is the first time he's ever shown. Oh, my God, son. <laughs> <laughs> You're a monster. It's a fatty boombalati. Like, that was the first time I was like, what? He's like, oh, no, no, no. I'll tell just... you one thing. I didn't raise no, raise no fat ass. All right. <laughs> yeah. That's just, I remember him just being like, oh, Jacob. That happened after. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so kind of fuck him for a second because that was a little that was a little brutal but like i feel like he's been holding that in for so long and he just couldn't anymore dang well at least he's honest with you i mean you know i mean you got you it need, you need that dude i am everyone a, needs that i'm a firm believer that not everyone works the same way as me but i will say what does work for me is you cannot pussyfoot around me 
Like yeah. I will always say that I like I told you in multiple messages, like when we were talking about this, like I will do it when I'm ready. That's always been my thing. But I would like to say that the awkward conversation that we had, which was just you addressing some concern, yeah, helped a lot. I mean, right? I mean, ever since that conversation. Y- yes. And I want you to know that it broke my heart yeah. to tell you that. Yeah. You know, but I also was like, because you would always tell me, like, you know, I want to be a big bug, buff muscle man. I want to be a big guy. And I was just like, bro, you can be. Yeah. Like, and then you were like, yeah, but I'm not ready to go to the gym and stuff. I'm like that. And then I was like, fuck that shit, dude. Like, right. you could just go. Yeah. You know, and um, I told you, like, I'd help you out, too. You know, I have weights. You're welcome to use them all the time. And you do. And yeah. I've been proud of you because you've been sticking to it. Like, you have been actually, like, actively going to the For gym. the first time in my life, by the way. Yeah, man. I mean, this, awesome. This is definitely one of those. Every year I do this. <laughs> yeah. Well, 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 okay. In previous years, this was the, I feel like a piece of shit. Um, I'm going to get really into working out. I crush it for two weeks. Yeah. I have a bad day. I'm over it. Right. It's going on, like, three months. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's like, like so, so it's like, does everyone work that way? Of course not. But I think like the the positive response from like my dad just being my dad and you not even being mean. And like that's the thing I want to say is like you weren't like fucking. I mean, we joke about it. I, I could tell I was hurting your feelings a little bit. Of course. That and was, I, I I was trying to stress like, hey buddy, like this isn't me trying to be mean. This is just me trying to, because. Okay, so like like you said, like every year you go through this thing, right, where you're yeah. like, oh, I want to get back in shape. I'm going to do this. And then you do it for like two weeks and then you give up, mm. right? But my thing is, is like when like lately or at least like in the last like 10 years or so, like when you do that, you end up putting on more weight by the end of the year. And I noticed like you've been getting bigger and bigger. Not sorry. It's okay. <laughs> you know? uh, but like, you know, even compared to like a few years ago, I noticed like a, a change. So I was like, buddy, like, you know. You can keep having these feelings that, you know, you're going to, you know, get in front of it or whatever. But honestly, like, I feel like I I don't want to say like you need a little bit of shame <laughs> to like make it work. But yeah. like, I felt like I had to kind of like be a little more aggressive with you yeah. to kind of make you like understand the reality of the situation. Because, you know, I had I did notice that you were putting more weight on and I tried to explain like the more you let it go, the harder it's going to be to come back. Right. You know, because it's one thing. To come back from 200 pounds, you know, coming back from 300 pounds is a whole other ball game, dude. That's like a lot of. Support the show. Patreon.com slash Basement Dweller Productions. Thank you all so much for the support. And now more of the Basement Dwellers. Pushing three bills and seeing that for the first time was the hardest thing like ever. And it was like a perfect storm of one after the other. Like we have that conversation because not only is it my immediate response, but it's a lot of people's immediate responses to just eat your fucking feelings. Sure. And I've never been, and I want to make this very, I'm not even like, I've always, I mean, I've been a small kid. I was a small kid until after high school. Right. I've always been a skinny guy. Like I'm definitely, I mean, it always sucks to say, but it's like, I'm the heaviest in my family for sure. For like my, you know, my height to weight ratio. And yeah, man, it was just kind of like a perfect storm. But like, I genuinely believe that there are some people like me who just like, you got to have good friends that are just like, hey, man, like, again, like, please take this with the most sincerity we possibly can give you. Yeah, dude. And it was, (laughs) I honestly feel like I deserve a little bit of, of comforting here because I, (laughs) I was like, how do I tell my friend? (laughs) Like, how do I explain this to my friend without it and make us stay friends? Like I was a hundred percent 
ready for you to be like, hey, man, I can't talk to you for a while. You know, really? I, I was. I don't think I didn't think you would do that, but I was like mentally preparing myself because I know that you get sensitive about your, your weight and mm-hmm. stuff, you know, and I know like even when we're just joking around and I'm just like, ah, my fat friend or whatever, yeah, you know, yeah. like I can tell it hurts your feelings. Right. And I'm just like, I don't want that to hurt your feelings, but I also hear you joke about it, too. So that I'm like, what does he really want? Yeah. So I don't know. Like, that's the way I'm, I'm looking at it. Like, OK, we're going to live. We were living together. Um, so I'll be able to help him out if he needs it. I'll have weights on standby if he's not able to go to the gym. You know, I'm sure his, I knew your dad was going to be all about that too, right. to help you out. So it's like, I know you have a good support system. It's mm-hmm. just, but at the end of the day, like the commitment part yeah, of it. You, yeah. And it's, and it's up to you at the end of the day. Yeah. I mean, it, you, it's, it's you that has to do it. And I mean, I'm nowhere near done, you know, like I, I, there's things that I am going to, ex- I expect, you know, like I do absolutely expect to be at least by 220 by this time next year, which is, I think a pretty doable goal. That's 55 pounds in a year. Yeah. I feel like that's absolutely doable, but I know that like, like I know that the heavier you are, you can lose more weight that way. So I'm excited to see that I went from three Oh two to right now I'm at two seventy eight. but I know that plateau is coming. Well, you know what I mean? And so it's like, I'm trying to prepare myself for like the, like, I know this is coming, but I can't let this De- de- deteriorate like deteriorate my yeah. myself worth. You don't want to hit a wall, right? Yeah, no that 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 is something that happens. It's just um, you just got to be uh, what do you call it? Like shock your system. Yeah, you know more or less. Like yeah, like try different workouts. You know, um, I saw this thing and it was like it, it's basically like what CrossFit does, where you know you're you're doing fast like ever changing workouts, right? Mm-hmm. And I heard that that works a lot. That works really well, like, because then you can bust out cardio while building a little bit of muscle mass, you know? So it's like, as long as you just keep, you know, confusing your system, like, it'll kind of even out. Point is, if your body gets used to the workouts, then eventually you're going to hit a wall. Point is, is that this could, this doesn't even necessarily have to be about working out. And like, I just think that you, you, it's good to have friends that are just like, I I think that the topic comes up a lot of just like, I don't want to be mean but it's just like i feel like if it's if it's for their benefit to to like if they want to have have a goal to achieve or something like that like sometimes you i mean again don't be a prick about it there are people who go about it the wrong way you know for sure that like you definitely are making it seem like you're attacking them but like anything it's just like like the show it's just like i was glad that i had a support system that my first five episodes that were just like so horrible in my opinion (laughs) <laughs> that I was just like, this was dumb. I'm going to sell the fucking roadcaster. What a waste of money. But it's just like, you need need people to be like, come on, dude. Like, we're not yeah, done. We're not done. Out. You know what I mean? So that's the same thing. So hopefully by next year, if you, for people who are listening to the show consecutively, I hope that I'm fucking. You know what I want? I want baggy clothes again. I purposely <laughs> got this in a 3X, which shot like I, I, I could I could have gotten a 2X. It's baggy on me. I think it's because of the gym culture now. Because mm-hmm. I love seeing dudes with big fucking big shirts yeah and little shorts man yeah dude the sleeper builds love it you know what i mean style it is the style but then like i also have like these like baggy dicky pants Mm -hmm. because they're baggy on me now Mm -hmm. and like i'll be rocking like a baggy t-shirt and some baggy dicky pants i'm like man i miss this so much yeah i love the baggy style yeah dude i've noticed it too um definitely like i I, i've had the same like three pairs of pants since like (laughs) fucking 20 fucking 18 or something mm-hmm. and that's probably around the time like 2019 is like where i really started to kind of balloon up because i went that was when i became a car salesman and i got really fat at that job 
And uh, shout out Whataburger. <laughs> yeah, dude, I had Whataburger. I had Whataburger donuts and like four energy drinks every single day I worked God. there. Um, yeah, you look much better. So yeah, I think I do too. I mean, I don't know these. Like I said, these chairs are kind of unflattering. But yeah, the, yeah, it's, yeah. <laughs> but um, no, yeah, I definitely. It, it's like it started out as like you know I went through a breakup and stuff, and in that relationship I was also having like you know big ass dinners pretty much every night. So um, mm-hmm. after that, and then after leaving the car dealership, I kind of like you know didn't have such a stationary lifestyle. Yeah. You know, I wasn't like just sitting on my ass the second I got home. I wasn't fucking sitting at a desk all day eating like shit. Um, so I think just that alone like really helped out because I lost like, I don't know, like 20 pounds, like just not living that way anymore. And then now living, you know, more healthy, like I think I'm like a lot lower than what I was. Yeah. I mean, the little things too is just like um, I haven't had a sugary soda in months. Like I'll have my Coke Zero. You know what I mean? Like, but it's just like, dude, even that little shit mm-hmm. helped so much. Little things like that, dude. Like, if you honestly, or like, I learned that it's just like, if you don't, I think a lot of us have like this thing where you're like, we eat so fast, and that, so it's just like, like you and I, it's just like your your body doesn't know you're full, yeah, because you're fucking wolfing it down. Right. But like the other day, like when we got Subway, mm-hmm. I had a six inch sub. Yeah. I was fucking solid. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like. Of course, I'm a firm believer that everybody, sh- unless you physically cannot, like I think that everybody should do some kind of movement a day. Sure. Especially in my field, I work from home for 10 hours a day. Like I'm on my ass. Like, and there's a lot of people I work with that I know where it's like you wake up and go to bed. You didn't do shit. Mm. And it's like you don't need to go for a long time, but you just got to move, you know, and it works. It helps so much. Yeah. Like, honestly, like it's like it's such a, and it's such a fucking awesome feeling. But yeah, man, you've lost a lot of weight for sure. Like you, you look so much better. Thank you. Yeah, you just gotta be like, like I said. Like, and that's why you need your friend. You gotta have a friend that's just like, hey, buddy, not for nothing. Mm-hmm. When I when I looked at that picture of you with your with 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 Micah as a baby, I was like, dude, not for nothing. But uh, <laughs> you're looking like me <laughs> in that picture. I think that was like one of my like wake up calls. Honestly, was like. Uh, I mean, no offense to you, but there's there was <laughs> I'm looking like Jacob. <laughs> there was a period of time there where you were like, "Hey, buddy, we're like kind of the same right now," and yeah. I was like, "No, yeah. <laughs> no offense, uh, that's fine, I get it." Man. But it's like, yeah, like I knew that you know, for most of our friendship, I was like smaller than you. Yeah, you know, um, when we first became friends, I was like still in pretty good shape. You, well, know? you were in phenomenal shape because you were an athlete. Yeah. So. Yeah. So. Um, then like and you were you were in decent shape too back then. I was just a, yeah, I, yeah. I'm not yeah. I'm you weren't fan. like muscle man, but you were like not fat, <laughs> you no. know. And then um, yeah, like kind of the years kind of went on, and I got I, I I got soft, and then you put on some weight, and then like that's kind of like how it was for a few years, and then I started getting fat, and then like yeah, there was a part where I kind of like caught up to you, and we were like yeah, we were pretty much the same for a little bit there. Well, I think it's more it's more apparent on you because of the height difference. That is true. So I definitely look a lot fatter, a lot easier. <laughs> right. So it's like, you know, like, I mean, I'm definitely no excuse. I, I'm a firm believer that no dude at 5'10 should be pushing three bills. You're never going to, I mean, if I was like 6'5, yeah. <laughs> that would look way different. You know what I mean? But like, it's like, so that's why. But like I said, it's not about being mean. And that's the thing is that it's just like, you know what drives me crazy is I feel like we've been friends for so long that there is a playful rivalry for sure. Okay. But I feel like if anyone was going to say something, I'd want it to be you. And like, we've consistently talked about like, you know, like I'm a very passive aggressive person and you're a fucking ball buster. 
And so it's like, again, sometimes we do say things that could hurt the other person's feelings, regardless of how long we've known each other. We know that sometimes like, ah, but like, I appreciated that you <laughs> were like, in a weird way, I'm like, thank you for thinking that I could stop talking to you, but I wasn't going to stop talking to you because you told me like, Hey man, I care about you and I want you to be around for a while yeah. and I don't want your fucking joints to hurt. <laughs> like, you know, like, and sometimes you just need to say that. Yeah, man. I mean, I would do that for you. I, and that's the thing is like, I hope you would do that for me too. Yeah. You know, if I, if I ever did like, kind of like how you did today with like the cutoff shirts, like, no. you were like, Hey buddy, like, yeah. you got to cool it with cutting the sleeves off all your shirts, which yeah. I'm not gonna, I will take it. But your... I think we also just hold each other's opinions in such high regard that like when it is negative, we just think that like we're consistently like, like there's a part of you that's like, what's your end game here? Like, why are you doing this to me? And I don't mean to do that. Yeah. I don't mean to, I don't, I don't want to bring you down. I'm not trying to be like, it's not your I, intention I, to hurt me. No, I know. But it's like. I know what you're saying with like the rivalry thing. It's like, I totally get it because it's in our nature to be competitive. We're brothers essentially. Yeah. yeah. And if I say something like, Hey man, you're slacking in this, it almost sounds as like, Hey man, I'm doing way better than you right. at this. Right. You know? Yeah. And it's like, it kind of sparks that little comp competitive, like little note in your brain. You're kind of, I feel like that's partially why we also get better yeah. is because we're like, no, <laughs> like, right. no. Like, he can't beat me at this. So right. now I have to overcompensate. It's kind of like that thing where you just start leaning into your chair to try hard a little bit. You're yeah. Like, All right, cool. Yeah. We so, went over to your brother's house. We fucking played 25 minutes of video games and I almost felt the twinge of 2017 <laughs> competition. Just the heavy again. breathing. And yeah, like, <laughs> dude, like, I feel like your brother totally felt it too. You're <laughs> like, just like, damn. Yeah, dude. I think you need that. I think that every person in their life needs a friend that's going to just challenge them just a little bit. I think if... I think if you're trying to live vicariously through the other person and like essentially be like, Hey, let's not worry about me, but let's go like deflect on you. That's a problem. Yeah. But I don't think there's anything wrong with every now and again being like, listen, man, not for nothing. Because I feel like at the end of the day, like if you genuinely knew that I wanted to just stop talking about it, like, I feel like even how much I was deflecting on that conversation, like you knew how I really felt. If you feel like you, if you knew in your heart of hearts, like, look, dude, Jacob just doesn't want to talk about this. Mm -hmm. And Jacob genuinely feels happy with how he feels. Then, okay, I'm going to drop it. Yeah. But I feel like you knew. You're like, he doesn't. And it's just like, even yeah. though he doesn't want to hear this right now. Yeah. And that's the, that's kind of the frustrating part about it sometimes. It's like, because you said, it's like, ultimately, it's up to you. Yeah. You know? And it's like, I would love to feel like I could just like fucking snap my fingers and then you're in the best shape of your life. Mm -hmm. You know? And I would do that for you I if wish I could. you could do that too. But um, it's like having to tell someone like, hey, man, like you've got, you've got to, you know, take it upon yourself to be better at this you know is tough you know you'd like for anybody you know and I, I i usually find myself like being that person for people in my life you know like you know how i am i don't like when people have like their heads up their asses about mm -hmm. stuff you know like people beating around the bush or like you know when you can tell you can tell when someone's unhappy about a certain aspect about their life sure you know and i feel like i've always felt like maybe it's because of like you know like the way I was raised or the way my family is or whatever, but I've always felt like I'm the person that needs to tell people the most non non-confrontational family of all time. Like I feel like everyone in your family that I've met have all just been like, all right, we're going to talk about this right now. Like, yeah, like that's how, that's how it works. I mean, and, and don't get me wrong. Like our conversations will get heated, yeah. you know, cause we're all stubborn people. Uh, but like that's, stubborn and small. Yeah. We're just a bunch <laughs> of angry little Brown people. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah no that's like how like 
our whole family dynamic was was like hey we're gonna fucking sit down and get to the bottom of this you know yeah like i feel bad because we had we we actually had to kind of do that with my mom recently because my mom kind of the same way like like you said it's like she like every few months she'll be like all right i'm getting on this diet i'm gonna do this i'm gonna do that you know and we all kind of talked to her and we're just like look like we understand you know but this is like the fourth time this month or this this year that you said you were going to do that, you know, and nothing like you haven't, you know. So I think she's she's doing a lot better now. But it's like, um, like, once again, like, that's kind of like how the dynamic like shakes out eventually. It's like we're going to be like, listen, like, if you're going to do it, then do it. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're not going to do it, then stop talking about it. That's why I've always felt, too. And it makes me feel like a hypocrite sometimes because I definitely don't take my own advice. But I also think that. I don't know. I feel like we live in a weird in a weird time and, and we grew up in a weird generation where trying anything, like like trying to try, trying to succeed was almost like frowned upon. And so I think all of us have this weird thing where it almost feels impossible to be modest. Or I'm sorry, uh to be to not be modest. Yeah. It's like, dude, like the amount of shit that I've done, even for this show mm-hmm. in two years. Yeah. It's just like, you know, and it's and like the gym thing. It's just like so many things that I feel like most people are like, Oh, we should totally do this, we should totally do this. And then they don't, or it's just like they do it for one thing. It's like, it's like, like I'm I, the way that I look at it now. Like the best way that I could describe it is, I never want to be the guy with the dusty bowflex, right? Yeah. And anything that I do, like I'm so sick of being the dude with the dusty bowflex. So it's like I'm sure all of us millennials remember a time, like a family member who just had a a quote unquote workout room. Yeah, with like a bow flex and an energy or energy ball, a fucking what do you call it? A medicine Medicine ball, ball, medicine ball. Um, And it was just like never used. And it's just like, that's how I felt with all this shit. You know, it's just like, I don't know. I feel like there's just so much potential out there. And it's just like to see it go wasted is the biggest bummer of all time, especially when it comes to your friends. Yeah, no. And you're not wrong about the the whole like dusty bow flex, dusty workout room thing. And that's why like. I took it upon myself because, like, my dad, you know, my dad goes to the gym now. Mm-hmm. But my dad also has, like, over the years accumulated a lot of, a ton of workout equipment, right? right? He realized, like, he just kind of doesn't have the room for it. So it just sits in his garage taking up space. So, you know, he just has a piss of a time trying to park his cars because it's all in the way. Yeah. And he, but he just decided, he was like, I'm just going to go to the gym because it's right around the corner from my house. Yeah. Right? So um, that's why, like, recently I was like, hey, can I take this? Can I take this? Because for me, it's kind of the opposite. It's like I like having like my easy bar, you know, and all my weights like right next to my bed, right? Because every day I get home, I'm gonna see the weights, yeah, right. They're gonna be looking right back at me and be like, ah, like today, you know. So I do think that's helped me out a lot, and that's actually made me be more consistent with my workouts. Because I've always hated the gym. Really, I've always hated the gym, dude. I, I, I liked it better when I was in high school, and it was like the workout room, you know, like you, or the weight room. You just go over there with your. How buddies. aesthetically pleasing was our high school workout room, dude? Remember, it was on the top. It, it was, was pretty like, sick. It was pretty cool. I liked it. I yeah. liked the, the old one in the old building mm-hmm. with the basketball court, dude. That was such yeah. an aesthetically pleasing room. Like yeah. it felt like a Gold's Gym stuck in the eighties. Like, yeah. No, yeah. that was. A, I, I have. It's funny because I have most of those weights. Really? <laughs> yeah, a lot of my weights that I own now were like when they switched, like when they got new weights for that weight room. Would they like auction them off or something like that? Like no, could... I just got them. <laughs> they were pretty much just like whoever wants to take these home. Like if you have the ability wow. to take them home, like take them. Really? So, yeah, my dad took a bunch of the weights. That's fucking cool. So yeah, like my forty fives and my thirty fives in there from the Dysart High School. Damn, it's a relic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but um, no, yeah, I just like to be able to see it. You know, I like it to be there because I feel like it's shaming me. It's mocking me. You know? 
and I feel like I can't let it win. So that's what that's why I usually end up. Its aura up. haunts me. Yeah, that's why I end up lifting weights at like two, three in the morning because yeah. I'll be in my room watching TV and I'm just like I could be doing something productive and watch TV. Yeah, I'm starting to get that way too. Like it feels like it's not even a chore for me anymore. That's my favorite part is that it feels like a fun game. Yeah. I feel like a lot of the things that people stress out the most about and they're like, oh, and that's one thing. Let me just say, and you'll, I feel like you'll definitely agree. Mm-hmm. You will find something that works for you and you can take minimal advice, but do not kill yourself. Like listening to like people tell you like, oh, this is what you need to eat. This is what you need to work out. Like you will find that routine. Yeah. Like, for example, people have told me forever. Don't count your calories. Don't count your calories. It's going to drive mm-hmm. you crazy. Apps have made it so easy that I find it like a fun game. I feel like the way I look at it, I'm like, I have 1800 in-game currency for the day. You know what I mean? Like that's the way that I look at it. And it's just like, Oh, three more bottles of water. And I've achieved this, you know, like it's the same thing with working out too. It's like, that's why I like the gym. Cause it's like, it's like a recess for me now, Mm -hmm. but there are times where you're not here Mm -hmm. and uh, I'm just at work and I'm just bored. I'm like like, swiveling in my chair and I'm like, now is the appropriate time for shoulder press. Like I'll just like sit in my chair and just start like shoulder pressing for like four sets. Like, yeah, man. And that's it. Like, I don't even want to do a full regimen. I'm just like, I need to do some shoulder presses right now. <laughs> like, that's what I'm saying. Like when, like, when you think about it, if you weren't, like, big on, like, working out or anything like that consistently and you have the stuff to do it and you start doing it, like, just throughout your day, you just have to keep telling yourself, like, this is more than what I was doing, you know, this day a year ago. Right. Right? Like, so no matter what, even if it's a little progress, you're making some progress. Right. You know? And, like, you, I think it's funny that you said the counting calorie things because I'm... I do not do that shit. Right. You know, I, it drives me insane to like, cause I, I feel like I get anxiety about it. Cause I'm like, yeah. cause I like to eat fatty foods. I like to eat mm-hmm. salty. You know, you mentioned sodas earlier. That's one thing that I have a hard time getting rid of is mm-hmm. sugary drinks, you yeah. know? Um, so I just look at it like not the calorie perspective of it, but I'm just like, if I have like one decent sized meal, like I can have a couple energy drinks today and sure. I'll be fine. Right, because like I usually eat pretty large portions to begin with anyway, so I'm just like I'll, I'll be good for the day after this. That's the thing that pisses me off about you is that, dude, you eat, and I I will say on record, you eat almost twice what I eat whenever <laughs> we go out, and I'm like, where the fuck do you put it, dude? Like, put it put it in here. Yeah, baby, <laughs> that's right. But not like that's like another thing that pisses me off is that like you. I'm just so glad that yeah, I mean, because you were. I don't even think I feel like. Do you feel like you were eating more when you were at the dealership? Yes. Okay. So oh, you, yeah. Okay. So you weren't eating the same and just lack of activity. You were definitely eating more. I, yeah. Yeah. No, I, so like my, like a regular day at the dealership, it was like punch in energy drink, um, wait like an hour. Somebody would be like, Hey, I'm going on breakfast run to like senior taco or something. I would get like a big ass breakfast burrito, right? Energy drink with my breakfast burrito, right? Chilling lunchtime grab a donut, coffee, um, a little bit later in the day, because I'd be there for like 13 hours, right? So, And then at the end of the day, I would either go and get myself some Whataburger, I would get a you know like a double cheeseburger or something like that, or we would go to a sushi place all the time. So the sushi places, whenever we'd go to the sushi place, I would never get full. So then I would, after I punched out, I would go home, and uh, my ex would make us dinner, right? And that dinner usually consisted of something like, you know, fucking we would have like steak or like sausage and mashed potatoes or something um, filling or like an oven baked pizza or something like yeah. that yeah like so it was always like a lot of food so i back then i was eating like three huge meals a day can i please talk about our carl's jr experience 
<laughs> can I please talk about it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh my god, one of my favorite things. The fattest thing I've ever heard Christian say was we went to Carl's Jr. <laughs> and again, I'm like, I don't know where the fuck he puts this, but it's just like so it's like I got my five piece chicken strips, you know, I need to get a large fry, Coke Zero, and then every now and again maybe I'll I'll get like a like a cheeseburger as well, like a one cheeseburger. And I'm not judging this part, but Christian gets the double Western bacon cheeseburger, large, right? Yeah. And then you wanted chicken strips with it, and you're like, "Can I? Can I get an eight piece chicken strips?" And the and the lady goes, "Oh, it only comes in three, three and five. And you straight up looked her in the face, and was like, "Oh, they do." <laughs> You were so sad about that. I was trying so hard not to laugh because I was like, because I, I look at you and I'm like, fuck you, dude. I'm like, because that's something that looks like I would say that. <laughs> what do you mean they don't have a piece of chicken strips? See, I thought she was just able to tell that I was like kind of stoned. Like, I thought that's like when she was over. I thought she was just like, these fucking guys. <laughs> it was, you sounded so defeated. Yeah, I was kind of <laughs> bummed. You were like, because I also was. Stoned, yeah. <laughs> and I wanted food. Yeah, but I think the worst one was like when I was at Culver's that one time, and you were on the phone. Oh my god! Do you remember that one? Kind of, yeah. <laughs> I was, oh, you do. <laughs> I was like, "Can I get the double cheeseburger, whatever burger basket thing?" And she was like, "Yeah, did you want that large?" I was like, "Yeah," and then she was just like, um, "I was like, can I add an extra patty to that too?" She was like, "Yeah, it's this much." I was like, "Okay, cool," and then she was like. Uh, Anything else? I was like, yeah. Um, can I also get uh, an eight-piece chicken tender, the buffalo seasoning? And she was like, okay, what kind of sauce did you want? I was like, I'll have barbecue with uh, the cheese sauce. And she was like, you want the cheese sauce? I was like, yeah, I want the cheese sauce. <laughs> she was like, um, she was like, have you ever dipped it in the fries? And I was like, no. She was like, I'll give you another one for your fries. I was like, thank you. <laughs> it's like you guys are having phone sex. <laughs> yeah, and then like, um, <laughs> she was like. Do you want anything to drink with that? I was like, you guys have Pepsi, right? And I was like, yeah. She was like, do you want cherry Pepsi? <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah, I, I want like, cherry Pepsi. I was like, I want cherry Pepsi. <laughs> Thank you. You're going to fall in love with this woman? Yeah, dude. So she just like made me all horny with like all this extra shit on my order and it ended up coming out to like $30. Seriously, dude. That was the other things. I will never fucking forget living in El Mirage with you. And you're like, Filiberto's order was always like 27 plus dollars. Yeah, dude. And I'm like, where the fuck do you put it? How are your shits? Uh, inconsistent. I, <laughs> I mean, do you feel like you have big poops? Sometimes. Yeah. I don't know. I don't want to talk about my poops. Why? Well, because. Like, are you quick to poop? Like, do you eat and you're me like, I have to poop? That's my problem. Yeah. That's my problem. Yeah. Every time I eat, I poop like pretty much right after. There's times where I will be out at a restaurant and I finish. Uh-huh. And I'm like, that was delicious. We got to go home. <laughs> like, like straight up, like yeah. on the last bite, like as the last bite goes down my throat. Yeah. And I, you know, what's funny is like, I've had people shame me about that too. What? I've had people be like, you 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 don't have to poop. You don't have to poop that fast. That's not how poop works. And I'm like, I'm not saying that I have to d- poop out this food I just ate. You know, I have to poop out my last meal. That was I, just pushed. Because I just pushed it down with this shit. Yeah. Know? Yeah. And um, yeah, no, I don't don't poop, don't poop shame people. That's fucked yeah, up. Come on. I don't know. Uh, I was just about to poop shame somebody. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, dude. Fucking Aaron from Exiled Martyr <laughs> when he was on the episode told us that he poops like once every two days. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He does. That was forever ago. Yeah. I think it was longer than that, wasn't it? I think it was longer than that because he definitely was like, no shame. He's like, I don't know what the fuck y'all are talking about. Dang. Can you imagine? What could that be like? I wake up every morning. That's my first instinct. Again, (laughs) another reason why I'm just a house cat. Like, I can't be homeless. 
I don't even like pooping outside Damn, of my house. Where are you going to poop when you're Dude, homeless? seriously. Oh. I would die. Like, I just... I couldn't do it. Like, I'm just... Just so... die from holding it in. Just... Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, dude. That sucks, man. That sucks to think about. Do you ever think about, like, <laughs> so, like, you know, like, homeless people, like, people often think, like, you know, like, oh, their clothes are so dirty. Like, how do they clean their clothes? Do you ever, like, for me, I feel like that would be, like, priority number one. Clean clothes? Like, yeah. Like, all the time. Like, I would be, like, at the laundromat, like, fucking picking quarters out of the fucking mm-hmm. floor, like, trying to just make sure my clothes are always clean. Yeah. But then I'm, like... Would that mean that I would have a harder time panhandling because I had clean clothes? Like, people think I had money? Like, you know, it's like, I wonder if that's just part of the gig. Like, that's like. I think that, I think that you always instinctually find a way. Like, I would genuinely like to hope that, like, it's hard to explain, but I feel like. It's hard, it's hard to, to, like, think about it or, like. You know, speculate on it without sounding like a dick. No, I mean, but but there's no other way to say it. Like, because you're, we're just speaking our honest truth of just like how you feel. Like, I feel like genuinely, if I was a homeless person, like I don't feel like I would. I mean, all jokes aside, I don't think I would immediately die. I feel uh-huh. like I would literally. I mean, I'd have to figure it out for sure. But like, do you think you get bullied by the other homeless people? No, but I will say, I mean, personally, I don't fucking know. I hate confrontation. <laughs> so, but I have seen when we when I lived in the old house, uh-huh. um, on uh, 19th and Northern. Uh-huh. Um, one of the fucking, it's like sad, but also just like this dude is on his grind was that there was this guy causing so much ruckus. Cause there's that Del Taco right there on 19th and Northern. Yeah. Remember that one? Mm-hmm. And there's that corner right there. And this dude was popping off because this other homeless guy stole his corner for panhandling. <laughs> like, so like, they, like, no, do people like fight about it? Like, like fucking gang territories. Like this is my spot. You know what I mean? Like you can't be out here. Fuck, man. Like I've seen people, I've seen people get pissed like on, um, like uh, Dunlap in the 17, where like Metro is. Yeah. You know, and there's a bunch of homeless people down there. But like you got like if, if the spot's taken, spot's taken. Yeah. They'll fuck you up. But I also do think from what I've been told, because I have I have spoken to lots of homeless people and I used to have full on conversations with them when I lived in my old apartments. Mm-hmm. And one thing that I've actually was weird, like was that was interesting that I heard is that there's a lot of like camaraderie and like it's kind of like Good. we help each other out. Good. You know what I mean? Like, like, and, and I've had, and I've had conversations with people that it's just like, nah, dude, like I don't do drugs. I'm just fucking homeless. And they'll just be like, I can't afford drugs. I'm homeless. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know, so I'm just out here trying to survive. And it's just like, yeah, there's a lot of things where like, you just make your friends and you make your fucking little tribes and you're like, Hey, got a gallon of water. Who's thirsty. You know what I mean? Like, um, that makes me feel a little better. Yeah. It's not always like fend for yourself. Like there's people who like, and, and, and there's this one Instagram account I forget their name, but it's like their his whole thing is that he just he just documents the homelessness in Arizona where he like interviews people, mm-hmm. and yeah, I've seen that, yeah, yeah, and they'll just tell you it's just like oh me and my wife have been married for twenty five plus years we've been homeless for thirty years I mean it's just like they Shit. they meet you know like that like yeah. it's just like you know so you know there's kindness everywhere you know it's not all it's not all you know just scary people that are fucking homeless and have mental disorders like some people are just like and then i don't i don't think that i don't think that it's here cuz it's so fucking hot but there are people who just choose to be there are just some real down bad hippies that are just like nah, i don't want to be part of society like especially Damn. up in like up in like greater like 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 upstate uh california oregon mm-hmm. area yeah. like there are people who are just like nah man like me and my me and my friends we just fucking figure it out we forage do some freaking shit like where they like where they like <laughs> forage. Yeah, they like like dumpster dive. Like, man, see, people really love doing it. It's a thing. 
I mean, good for them, man. I'm glad that people. It has to ha- be like I like I understand like to me that sounds like a, a horrible time. Of course, right? <laughs> but there has to be something liberating about being like <laughs> I don't have to worry about this. I've got this group of people who are going mm-hmm. who I know have my back. Yeah, dude, it's you a know? real thing, and there are people who straight up just live off the grid. Like, like that's a thing. Is like. And I've, I've thought about it all the time. Like, there are people who legitimately are just like, I'm done. Yeah. I've got 30 grand in savings. I'm going to go buy myself a little beat up Winnebago. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to go, I'm going to take this gas money. I'm going to drive up, up the West Coast, go to Portland, or again, Washington, Montana, places, Boise, where places are like a little hip and like they're okay with kind of like that panhandle lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to go work at some shit bar. I'm going to go work at fucking Skeeters for cash under the table. And I'll do that for six months. And then just see where the wind takes me. Like, <sighs> I think we're just comfortable with the schedule and certainty. Yeah. We do not like uncertainty. Right. Yeah, that shit scares the fuck out of me. Like, we have friends that are just like, well, I'll figure it out. And I'm like, what does that mean? Like, I mean... That is also kind of an empowering thing to say to yourself is like, I know I'll figure this out because I feel like most of the time you do. Yeah. Right. Even if you have to like lean on somebody or one way or another, like you'll figure something out. You know, like I can't tell you how many times like in the last like five years I've told myself like, uh, I'll figure this out. Yeah. You know, I'll, I'll come out on the other end alive at least. Right. You know, so it's like. I don't know. You got to kind of just stay positive, I guess, is ultimately what it boils down to. You know, I mean, don't you give it, up. No, I mean, you made, made it this far, right? Yeah. So, I mean, always, always think about that. Um, sometimes I feel like we're just dads on this show. Like, I feel like sometimes we just give dad advice to people who I feel like the, the one thing that gives me purpose in the show is that it's just like I had this show intended for like, I hope that I say something that inevitably I will listen back on and be like, I needed to hear that from myself. Yeah, right. you know what I mean, and I, and I would like to hope that the people who listen, who stick around this long, you know, is just like you know what, thank you. Like I know that we talk so much nonsense and like we're super silly, and you know, like I know that we haven't had a guest in a while, but I'm thoroughly enjoying these episodes where it's just the two of us. Yeah, and I feel like the more we do this, the more it kind of like I, like I feel like I always get so sentimental when we're like five minutes to be, to wrap <laughs> up. But like one of the things you said that I'll always reflect on is that like at the end of the day, this show's for us. Yeah. Like, it's kind of like our video diary. Yeah, no, definitely. You know? I feel that. And so it's like, that's kind of the original intention of the show is just like, hey, man, we're a couple of goofballs. And I think that, like, you kind of said it so perfectly just now. It's just like, hey, man, you made it this far. Mm -hmm. We made it this far. You know what I mean? Just like, and it sucks for everybody out there, you know? Like, and just, it could always be worse, but you can't live life like that. And you can't live life in delusions of grandeur where you're just like, nothing can ever happen. Right. You know? Yeah, man. It's just about... Being realistic and staying positive, you know, just you can do it, dude. Bully your fucking friends when they get a little bit too fat. Bully my future self, yep. you know. Damn, when we're old, we should just like go back and like watch like the first hundred episodes. That's what we'll do. So like when we'll run out of ideas, the basement <laughs> dweller is going to cease to exist after like episode a thousand, right? <laughs> and then like we're going to come back 50 years later and it's just us reviewing our old, kind of like how Always Sunny does that now with their, with their yeah. podcast. They just watch their, they talk about their show. All right, here's episode one of the basement dweller. <laughs> it's just Dude, us. Fuck. Yeah. Oh my god. Seriously. But yeah, I look forward to that. You know, it's it's funny because like I even think about like you know one day like my son's gonna see this. Mm-hmm. You know, and like I'm 28 right now, but 
You know, when my son's 18, I'll be how old? Like, fucking 50-something, maybe? Mm, he's three? He's four. He's four, so that's 14 years from now, so you're definitely not going to be 50-something. You're going to be 40... 43? 43, yeah. yeah. 42, 43? I'll be, I'll be an older guy. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I'll, I'll be past my young adult life, so, I mean... It'll be kind of interesting, like to see him like have to like go back and watch this stuff. Kind of like discovering like what your parents used like, to damn, do. Damn, Dad, yeah. you're kind of a fucking shithead back then. <laughs> <laughs> if you, if you're not in jail or something like that, you know. Yeah, if I'm not fucking dead. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, and I mean, I totally understand, and I hope that everyone out there just can take anything from this. And it's just like we love doing what we do, and we want you to love what you do, and it's a collective of just you know, we support you guys so. Let's wrap this up. Let's get out of here. I got to venture you all the way out to your fucking parents' house today to fix your dummy car. To fix car. my fucked up car. Your <laughs> stupid car. Um, this was 94. Fuck. We're, 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 we're approaching the ultimate one. We're about to be in triple digit episodes. Real quick. Do you want to know how I know I'm the alpha in our relationship? How's that? Because you mirror me. Oh, damn. You see that? I do. We'll just start sitting like this. Yeah. I know I, I I don't know. You might be able to see it on some episodes, but I notice like sometimes when I have like when I have like the yeah. both, both of us shot, I'll be like and, and then, then I'll wait a little bit and then you'll do it. Damn. It's all right, man. Follow the leader. That's how it goes. <laughs> Fuck you, I'm taller than you. Eat my ass. <laughs> we love you guys. This has been episode ninety four. Thank you so very much for tuning in. Um one more time I will say not sponsored. Shout out to shirts and things for the cool shirts. Hell yeah, dude. These are really fucking sweet. Rocks. I hope you guys maybe this gets back to them. Uh, definitely go check them out. Uh, we have not made anything really official yet, but I also want to shout out. It was episode. Uh, it was episode eighty-seven with Pleasure Cult and Honey Danger. From that uh, episode is a co-owner of Xanadu Coffee. They were cool enough to give uh, us a cold brew sample, which was amazing. By the Delicious, way, yeah. um, absolutely check out Xanadu Coffee. Um, we, I would like to start shouting that out more. Um, we love the local Arizona shit here, support your local Phoenix art and music and support your local podcast. We love you guys very much. What else you got? I love you. I love you too, man. And we will talk to you guys soon. <laughs> have a good, ep- or have a good episode. Fuck me. Have a good night. Uh, start over. Yeah. Start over. We got to record All the right. whole thing over From again. the top. All right. Episode 94. <laughs> this is take two. <laughs> Bye guys. Bye. If you like what you heard, type into their Instagram and Twitter. The information is right below in their email. It's time you bit the bullet and started caring about something with all your heart and energy. Be sure to log into the channel by subscribing and check out the previous episodes. But until then, we'll see you next week with a new one. We out for now. We out for now. We out for now.